Wilson, you sent the game-winning email at the buzzer, avoiding a 4.55 meeting on everyone's calendar. How did you do it? I got a huge assist from Grammarly, an AI writing partner that helped me make my point. And it works everywhere I write. Summarizing a doc only took one click. When everyone uses Grammarly, everything just makes sense. Go to Grammarly.com slash podcast to download it for free. That's Grammarly.com slash podcast. Easier said, done. It is, it is an off-season edition. God, I hate the off-season. But it is the Dono Drop here on the Five Reasons Sports Network. And yeah, I'm going to be coming to you guys more often here on the Five Reasons Sports Network. Sometimes it'll be Extra Yard with Troy Stratford. Sometimes it'll just be me rambling about God knows what. And then other times I'm going to have great people like Louis D. Sung hopping on with me. Louis. It's been a minute, my friend. Uh, I'm sure you're as disappointed as anyone that we've got a way to, although we do have like what USFL and XFL coming up in the spring, but you know, for like real football, we've got to wait a little bit, man. But how are you? I'm doing all right, man. It's been awesome uh, watching you and Troy do your thing and uh, Pulse of Fins Nation has been fun too, but I'm yes, glad sir. to just be here with you and me and let's do some Dolphins football because for me, Dono, the off season just means this is just the beginning. It is not the yeah. end. It is the beginning. Right. Yeah. I mean, we got so much to look forward to from combine, free agency, NFL drafts. Then we got mini camps, <laughs> training camp and OTAs. There's a football never really stops these days. Now, as far as as far as this past Sunday, uh, I, I don't want to talk about the commercials and, and the halftime show, although, uh, you know, it, it, it was kind of funny how like Rihanna had everybody talking like, oh, is she she pregnant? What's going on? And then her rep confirmed it afterwards. It was like that that the whole I've never seen a pregnancy go viral the way that that one did. But what about the flag seen around the world that was thrown on that James Bradbury holding that I, I, I think the Chiefs were going to probably I mean, I can only say probably probably going to end up winning the game. But that flag basically ensured that they were going to win the game, run the clock out and all that. And it's one of those things where, and Greg Olson uh, on the broadcast was just upset about the flag being thrown on that play. I know Eagles fans are pissed and they're going to be talking about the flag that robbed them of a Super Bowl. I'm a little bit torn on it, Lewis. Like I tend to agree that that's a little bit of a ticky tack thing to throw a flag on in a deciding drive in the Super Bowl. But then at the same time, uh, maybe he was just being graceful about it. So the flag is thrown on James Bradbury. And after the game, he had long media sessions and he didn't complain, bitch and moan about it. He's like, that's on me. I felt at the time like I was trying to get away with something. And I was wondering if they were going to throw the flag. He knew he did something wrong. They threw the flag. So it's like. I think I'm leaning to the idea that Eagles fans probably shouldn't be complaining so much because even the guy who had the flag thrown on him thought, you know what? Yeah, this is this is worthy of a penalty. Like maybe sometimes it doesn't get called that time it did get called. I feel like this game, if anything, it just proves that the team that makes the least amount of mistakes is usually the one that ends the, it wins the game because 
Whereas the Miami, whereas the Philadelphia Eagles, they made a couple mistakes. Obviously, Jalen Hurst just dropping a ball that was picked up oh. for a fumble touchdown, yeah. and then that happened. Uh, it did well. It almost happened a second time. But That's I right. And it was back. just this, the same guy who got it in the same guy. Yeah. So <laughs> ultimately, it came down to. I mean, I I feel bad for Manny. I really, really do. I, uh, well, you know, he won a championship six years ago. I don't feel too bad for the guy. I've been I waiting mean, he, my but he made life. it. You know, I was like, Kansas City's got plenty of Super Bowls to look forward yeah. to. You know, yeah. like the yeah. Eagles, not so much. No, neither any other team for that matter, because it's always yeah. going to go through Kansas City now. So, but with that said, it boiled down to which team made the least amount of mistakes, and in the end, that was just Kansas City, and that's yeah. what that's what it came down to. Like, I don't like the fact that the call was made, but if we're gonna if we're gonna complain about calls not being made, like the other t- if the if it hadn't been called, then Kansas City Chiefs people would be like, I can't believe they didn't make that call. How could the yeah. referees miss something so blatant? It's always gonna be on one side or another. I, I wasn't there. Um, I mean, it happened uh, with the uh, New Orleans Saints a few years ago, right? Yeah, in the was NFC that... Championship game. Yeah, it's like, how could you make that call? You basically ensured that we weren't going to make it now, et cetera, et cetera. So it all comes down to just he—he he, if he straight up admits, yes, I messed up. Yeah. I mean, to expect them to not call it just because it's late in the game. It's like, oh, well, now it's like there's two minutes left in the Super Bowl. We can get away with anything we want. We can mug people yeah. and nobody should call anything because that's just how it's the, it let us play. Like there has to be a limit somewhere. You know, that's such a great point. It's like it goes back to like if, you don't just toss out the rule book because. Right. Two minutes yeah. Left. That if, if, so, if something's a penalty in the first two minutes, technically it's it's a penalty in the final two minutes as well. Like I, I say the same thing, like. You know, I've done a lot of combat sports coverage over the years, and there's this like there's this kind of like old school boxing mentality where if you've got a champion versus a challenger and it goes to the judges scorecards, people are like, well, if the fight is close, they should give it to the champion, not the challenger. But to me, it's like you don't change your scoring criteria just based on one guy having a belt and another guy not like you want to be completely objective right i mean you score rounds you know you should score rounds consistently no matter which guy has a belt and which guy doesn't and i you know you could obviously argue the same thing here whether it's the last two minutes of a super bowl or the first two minutes of a preseason game a flag is a flag and these games need to be refereed consistently so it is one of those things did did anything else uh, outside of the game itself did any commercials stand out to you? Because, like, I don't know. The, the last couple of years, I, I guess there were some good, uh, decent moments, decent commercials. I, I don't know. I'm, I'm not really feeling it the last couple of years. I thought last year and this year were both pretty weak. They all stood out to me. They all stood out to me in the sense that they sucked. Yeah. All of them. Like, they all <laughs> sucked. I Like, there's not one. Like, I can't even remember one. I would have to, like, look at it and be like, oh, yeah, yeah I guess I kind of remember that one. Yeah. The, the only one that even remotely sticks out of my head is the Will Ferrell one. And only because like the zombie thing at the very end, I have, yeah. a, I have like a sensitivity towards the whole zombie apocalypse nonsense. Really? Eh, it's not my thing. I just like, I get like very annoyed when I see it. So oh, I, I thought it, maybe you were going to say it like triggers you. Cause you think that there are real zombies. No, it's not that. Yeah. It's just, I I'm over, it's, it's, it's overdone. It's, yeah, I'm, I, I'm over it. So yeah. it's like, Oh, this they're doing this joke it's like oh i'm very annoyed so good job i remember your commercial i hate it i hate it a lot so good job so, 
a huge a huge shout out to i see jacob in, in the live chat uh th- thank you for, for saying that i'm looking skinny i appreciate that and for clarifying in a good way i don't know if there's like a bad way to look skinny but i, I mean I, I guess you could say that if you're skinny that it was probably because you're malnourished or something oh so. could be i i might be a little bit malnourished i, I don't know are you starving I, yourself dono <laughs> i was for a while for like the first 10 months of the diet i was on i was kind of starving myself not, not as much anymore uh, i also want to remind folks that uh, all the shows that i do here on the five reasons sports network are proudly brought to you by prize picks guys make sure you're signing up prizepicks.com the prize picks mobile app We've got a killer bonus for you. Um, you know, it, it, it hurts my heart if anyone signs up at Prize Picks and they forget to use our code five. That's F I V E. They're going to ask you if you have a promo code, and you do. It's F I V E. They're going to double your first deposit up to a hundred bucks. It's so easy. Fully legal in Florida, by the way. You simply select two, three, four, five players, and you can go cross sport. Like you can have. Unfortunately, there's not football being played right now, but you could have NBA players and NHL players on the same selection predict if they're going to go over or under their stat projections, and you win real money if you get all your predictions correct. So prizepicks.com, prizepicks mobile app, use our code 5. It truly is daily fantasy made easy. And today is Taco Tuesday, so don't forget to get your discounts in while you can. Yes, you know what's funny? I just I was on the app just a second ago because I wanted to see if all of my uh, my Super Bowl selections hit. I went one for one on two different selections, and then I saw the taco thing, and I see I can get uh, Matthew. That's the hockey player. Yeah, yeah. So, Matthew all Kachuk, the hockey plays for the, the ho- Panthers. All the hockey uh, tacos have been like a guarantee ever since yeah. I started coming in. So nice. I would absolutely jump on that. As for the Super Bowl, though, I'm really pissed off because Juju Smith-Schuster sucks all year long, and he decides to go off in the last game of the season. I know. It's crazy. It's crazy. I would have won if I hadn't been for Juju, so. (laughs) Screw Juju. I think I was one player away on a four-player selection. I can't remember who missed it out for me. But I was just, like, checking the app to see if I won that one. I'm like, no, I didn't win that one. So it is what it is. You know what? Uh, winning is obviously more fun. But even when you don't win on prize picks, sometimes the journey is just as great as the destination. And it really and is sometimes the destination isn't as bad as we think it is. Because they'll some they'll, a lot of times they'll give you these uh, promos to give you your money yeah. back, like yesterday. $50 yeah. bet, you get all your money back in promo funds. So there you go. That's right. You I, lose. Freaking, I freaking love that. So uh, for, for next year, Super Bowl's in Vegas next year, right? Which is going to be, man, if, if there if there's one you want to, uh, if there's one you want to qualify for, I, I would say next year is as the one you want to get into. Uh, you know, I'm I'm cautiously optimistic that uh, the Miami Dolphins can be in that conversation next year, uh, Lewis. Now, you know, for the first, uh, about the first half of the 2022 season, the Dolphins were looking like they were going to be in that conversation. But then the concussion bug really started to rear its ugly head for Tua. Uh, you had some defensive issues as well. So I look at the way the Dolphins are uh, addressing and attacking the defensive side of the football. Steven Ross, I know he hasn't won anything here, but I, I give him so much credit for being willing to cut the checks necessary to try and put his teams in position to succeed because, you know, your, your defense was inconsistent last year because uh, I thought it turns out the continuity of, uh, you know, sticking with Josh Boyer turned out to be, you know, a problem. Uh, the Dolphins addressed that and they go out and they now make Vic Fangio, who 
deserves it because he's probably, uh, you know, I, I would call him a generational defensive coordinator. They make him now the highest paid defensive coordinator in the NFL, a rumored or reported four and a half million dollars per season. Uh, that's something obviously you need to have the Jimmys and Joes, not just the X's and O's. But if there's anyone out there who can put a defense in position to win, it's Vic Fangio. And I would venture to say Fangio wouldn't have taken the job if he didn't think he could win with the Dolphins personnel because he could have taken a number of other jobs if he wanted to take them. And then on the offensive side, Lewis, as we saw repeatedly, Miami's got the weapons. They just need to get the offensive line more consistent. They also changed offensive line coaches. But to me, it was more about the health of their O-line than it was about Applebaum, who, by the way, has a soft landing right back at, at Boston College. It's like he never left there. Uh, but you, they, you go out and get Butch Berry, who, you know, I, I don't I – don't, not not convinced on Butch, but, you know, maybe he'll be an upgrade. But the personnel needs to be an upgrade. And to me, it's like if Fangio can, quote-unquote, fix that defense – and if Tua can put that judo training to work and learn how to fall correctly, we could be talking about a team that is in the playoffs competing with the likes of the Buffaloes and the Kansas Cities and the Cincinnati's of the world. I mean, let's let, let's take it one step at a time. First of all, the Vic Fangio thing. Uh, obviously, Miami Dolphins getting him. Biggest win of the offseason already, just yeah. based on that, because there is not a more coveted defensive coordinator than Vic, Vic Fangio. He's he's basically the guy who created the defense that most teams are trying to utilize to slow down quarterbacks of the caliber of Patrick Mahomes and Josh Allen and them. So yeah. who better to teach it than the guy who made it in the first place? So I'm perfectly great with that. Uh, McDaniel, I'm we're pretty sure that McDaniel wanted him in the first place. He was uh, encouraged to stick with Boyer just for the sake of continuity and also, I think, some loyalty may have been involved in there as well yeah. which in and of itself is not a bad thing i understand like you kind of want your guy to be loyal but at the same time when you have an opportunity to upgrade like that i would absolutely take it so okay one year late whatever it's fine it does, there's no salary cap on coaches so by all means uh as for the butch berry thing um there's a lot of flack about him mostly from denver reporters about how he yeah. was he's very old school he's not of he's not a uh, a player's coach in the sense that he i i don't want to use the word coddle because that indicate that kind of gives the impression that players are soft which i don't want to say but mm -hmm. i will say that he's very much more of the hard-nosed old school like 70s 80s kind of coach who's going okay. to absolutely get in your grill about this well, sort it, of it, stuff. It, it, if that is the case I honestly, I don't mind that too much because, like, you've already got a head coach who's a player's coach, right? Because, like, McDaniel isn't cursing at people and screaming. Right. McDaniel's not going to drop the hammer on anybody. Yeah. So it's like, doesn't it kind of balance out? Like, if, if you've got, you know, a couple of assistants who are a little more old school, but then your head coach is like super chill. I feel like that dynamic can work. Like you don't want everybody to be super chill or everybody to be a disciplinarian, but I feel like having a little bit, a little bit of like a sample on the staff, I, I think sounds okay to me. It sounds okay to me too. And it was actually something that was uh, mentioned in OnlyFans, uh, which is something that everybody should go check out if they have the chance. Absolutely. Basically the research was done in that old, like old press conferences done and old, uh, like interviews that have been done with previous coaches who had Butch Berry on their staff, it seemed like he was respected by the coaching mm -hmm. staffs. Maybe yeah. not the players so much, but the coaching staffs for sure. So if there was ever a time where it got moved on from, it was always with great respect. And what Chris Kaufman had pointed out was that 
like other coaches that have been fired, that same coach who fired Barry and said nice things about him said some not so nice things about his uh, constituents who got fired at the same time. Oh. So why say nice things about Butch Barry and not about the other guy who left? So that's something to consider there. Yeah, and, and Butch. Wilson, you sent the game-winning email at the buzzer, avoiding a 4:55 meeting on everyone's calendar. How did you do it? I got a huge assist from Grammarly, an AI writing partner that helped me make my point. 96% of Grammarly users say that it helps them craft more impactful writing. Would you agree? Grammarly helped adjust my tone to navigate tough work conversations. And it works everywhere I write, so I can quickly communicate effectively. Your teammate used Grammarly to summarize an important document, making a three-pointer. How did he do it? It only took one click. When everyone uses Grammarly, everything just makes sense. You made an incredible slam dunk to end the game. The meeting was canceled, and your team will go home champions. Go to Grammarly.com slash podcast to download it for free. That's Grammarly.com slash podcast. Easier said, done. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Barry, um, you know, some people like, like Alfredo was asking me about him last week, and I wish I had more to say because... You know, I, I cover the Miami Hurricanes very closely, and he spent he spent one year as the Hurricanes' offensive line coach. But you know, like he didn't he didn't you know one year doesn't give an O line coach a whole lot of time to like really be embraced by the media because you don't often get to talk to position coaches. I don't think I ever spoke to Butch Berry while he was here, and also you know he didn't inherit a very good offensive line. Like the first game of that season, 2019, when he was at the U. Uh, Miami opened up the season with Florida that year and they gave up like nine sacks in that game. And so like, you know, that, that obviously all oh, the O-line coach didn't come out looking great from that one, but that was more about the talent or lack thereof. But from what I can recall, and again, it's like, it's kind of a dumb comparison because you know, what you do as a, a college position coach doesn't always correlate to what you do in the NFL. But from what I recall about Butch Berry, he was well-respected like as an actual coach, like as an actual teacher, instructor, X's and O's guy was pretty respected and he left a good impression on people at Miami. I just remember one of the, maybe the knocks on him, but again, it was only one year of a sample that like he wasn't that good of a recruiter, but that doesn't matter at the NFL level anyway. So outside right, of that, that's, yeah. Because that's the, that's the situation, that's the same, you could make the same argument there. Players yeah. don't like him. So you have to, they, you have to like yeah. you to be a good recruiter. Because right, if they right. don't like you, they're going to be like, why am I going to go play for this uh, prick on a stick if I can go ahead <laughs> and I can go play with somebody who's going to be nice to me? Yeah. So with that yeah. mentality, yes. But if he, does that mean he's incompetent as a coach? Not necessarily. No. It just means that he's hard to get along with. But if you're somebody, because, but what was it? Veterans? Like, I think players who are like older guys who have been in the league for a while, they're going to be more used to this whole uh, concept of getting yelled at young mm. bucks who are coming straight out of college. They're going to be like, Oh, I don't like this very much. Like, okay, <laughs> get over it. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm, I'm, to I'm, now. I'm, I'm totally with you on that. But listen, I'll, none of this even matters. If 
the Dolphins don't have a healthy starting quarterback next year. And, you know, Tua finally did uh, what within the last week, week and a half, he officially cleared the concussion protocol. Um, He's going to have a whole off season now to recover, which I think is going to do him good. Cause obviously when you, when you suffer multiple concussions in rapid succession and you're, you know, you're trying to get back on the field, you know, he, never got the opportunity to take a few months off, right, to, to clear the head, so to speak. And he's going to get that now. You know, he was doing his rounds before, you know, before he was asked a uh, an offensive question by a certain show and canceled the rest of his interviews that day. He was making the rounds uh, at Radio Row and, and talked about his, uh, his judo training, which I think is a thing. Like, honestly, that's a thing, Lewis. I know people were laughing about that, like, oh, what, a, what do you mean learn how to fall? What a joke. Because I, I, I was saying it uh, a couple months ago, and I, I meant it, uh, that he should do something like pro wrestling training or martial arts training to learn how to fall because there, there is an art to that. Because obviously mm-hmm. that's not something that comes natural to Tua when he keeps landing on the back of his head. But there is an art to that. That is something that can be taught. And I like the fact that he's you know, finding an area of his game that not only can hurt his team, but can hurt him and can jeopardize, you know, his future as a functioning human being. And he's addressing it. And uh, if Tua can stay healthy next year, he's such a perfect fit with this offense. And he was meshing so well with Waddle and with Tyreek Hill. Uh, This team can make a lot of noise next year. They absolutely can. I feel like if the, as long as Tua is healthy and he can have the, if they have a competent, not even good, just competent offensive line, there's really nothing. There's not really nobody stopping these Miami Dolphins. Now, with that being said, let me just address the whole judo thing. Uh, like, listen, I took karate for a few years when I was a kid, and one of the first things they teach you, one of the first things they teach you, is how to fall properly. Yeah, because. That's and for people to say, oh, he has to learn how to fall. There were people who are saying that, hey, so and so needs to learn how to slide. So and so needs to learn how to X do this. So and so needs to learn how to do that. There's always this little thing that needs to be worked on, right? So yes, falling absolutely because there's a difference. If you in karate, if you fall and you don't like brace yourself the way properly, I was taught that you have to like slap basically slam your forearms against the ground first, so that way it like braces your fall. Okay. If you don't do stuff like that, then yes, your head is gonna fall back like this. Bonk, concussion, yeah. done. Yep. You're done. And so it's absolutely worth it for Tua to spend this time doing this because as far as him being a quarterback, I don't feel like he needs much more training. Maybe just continue to refine his footwork, if anything. But aside from that, at this point, yes, just do any kind of training you think will keep you healthy because at the end of the day, the only skill he hasn't mastered is availability. So mm-hmm. as long as he can fix that, there's no, there's, no, I don't feel like there's any team. Again, I said this before during the season and Ron, my co-host, Basically, he he made the when the Dolphins were on their hot streak with Tua on fire, he was basically saying they were going to go to the Super Bowl, which unfortunately didn't happen for a multitude yeah, of reasons. Thanks, Ron, for jinxing the Dolphins. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Right? It's like don't jinx it. But anyway, um, but but yeah, again, I don't feel I feel like there's nothing that could stop these Dolphins as long as Tua is healthy and there's an, a competent offensive line. Because even if he doesn't have Jalen Waddle, like other players have proven they can step up. Trent Shurfield is good. River Craycraft is good. There's a whole bunch of other stuff. So 
And uh, oh, Lord have mercy. How funny is that? Cap for life, Ritson. They picked Subway as a new image changer over embracing a pub sub. Well, you know what? Maybe Subway offered two of millions of dollars and Publix didn't. Did you ever think of that? Honestly, who, who wouldn't is, chase the money? Yeah, for, for as much as I love pub subs, like if, if Quiznos like, were to call me up and be like, hey, I, I enjoy your show. I, I'd like to give you a million dollars to talk about Quiznos. Guess what? I'd be eating Quiznos three times a day. Oh, yeah. Who wouldn't? Like, for real. <laughs> like you gotta understand where these sponsorships come from man like people are gonna say i'm gonna pay you a lot of money to talk about us like sounds good to me i don't even like your stuff but i'm gonna eat it and pretend (laughs) i do (laughs) you know totally totally so all right so so heading into and and the thing that's tough like i don't want to make people think that like i'm automatically predicting dolphins super bowl team next year the AFC is a gauntlet, right? I mean, obviously, you see Kansas City has, I would consider this to be a dynasty that they've started. Like, it doesn't have the longevity that the Patriots had, like a 20-year dynasty. But what Kansas City is doing to me, this is developing into a dynasty. Uh, obviously, we see how close a team like Cincinnati is because Joe Burrow is awesome. And Buffalo is going to be in that conversation, I, I think, continuing. Uh, I take comfort in the fact that the Dolphins played Buffalo so well this past season. I know they dropped two out of three, but think about how close they were in that snowball game in Buffalo and how close they were with Skylar freaking Thompson as the quarterback in the playoff game. So the Dolphins are are not as far off, I think, as some people think. But at the same time, uh, I'd feel better about the Dolphins' chances if they were in the NFC because the AFC, it's going to be a very tough road with some of the quarterbacks and some of these strong teams in the conference. And you you can expect teams like... Baltimore, maybe uh, depending on their quarterback situation to uh, to be in that mix in, in years to come as well. It's not an easy conference to get through. No, it's not an easy conference to get through. But again, I just feel like, again, Miami has proven that with their offense and with Vic Fangio now fixing the defense. Yeah. What what like what team aside from Kansas City can you really say, oh, I'm absolutely afraid of them? Like there's even Buffalo. Buffalo was like the monkey on our back, right? Mm-hmm, we couldn't mm-hmm. get, we couldn't beat them. They were invincible. Nothing we did ever worked. We beat them once at home. You can blame the sun if you want to, but either way, we beat them. We were, <laughs> well, if we you were, blame the sun for that one, you blame the snow for the other one, right? You blame the snow for the other. We <laughs> almost beat them in the snow, so yeah. give them, give them that. And with Skylar Thompson and a limping offensive line, we almost beat them in Buffalo, in the in the wild card round. Am I supposed to still be scared of the Buffalo Bills, who, by the way, are going to lose a lot of really good players because they cannot pay them all this offseason? Granted, so is Miami. But a lot of the players that Miami's going to dump, they're kind of like we're trimming the fat, not so much losing talent in the sense that we're going to absolutely need it. Like, we're going to obviously look at Mike Kosicki and say, thank you for being here. We're not going to go. We're we're not going to move forward with you. And that hurts me personally because I like Mike Kosicki and he loves Miami. Yeah. So unless he's take, willing to take an extreme hometown discount, I sincerely doubt he's going to be back, but maybe he'll go well, someplace. J- where just based on like he wrote that really, really nice social media post, like thanking fans and, and recalling some of his memories. Yeah. You don't write that if you're going to take a hometown discount. You write that basically to put the ball in the Dolphins' court. Like, hey, I've, I've said my piece. You guys can either pay me what I'm worth or I'm gone. Right, free agency. So he's like, yeah. I'm going to test free agency because I feel like some team out there is going to give me money. And you know what? He's going to be right because yeah. he needs. he's not a player who can beat guys one-on-one, but he's a guy that if they design plays for him, he can make it happen. He can. He just can't. Just don't expect him to like uh, – 
just beat people one-on-one. That's just not his game anymore. And not, right. not, not at least not in this offense. This offense is predicated on speed and timing and balance and route running. That's not Gasicki. Gasicki is Gasicki is Mike Ryan Fitzpatrick's favorite player because he's the, uh, I'm going to heave it up there and I hope you come down with it. And yeah. most of the time he does. So, and then there are times where he doesn't because it's not in his wheelhouse. He's a basketball player playing football. So he can yeah. go up there and get it. He can't go down and get it. Which is uh, kind of what happened with Skylar Thompson at the very end there, right? So you know, well said. So you're gonna lose Mike Kosicki. Okay, well we'll find we'll find some way to replace him. We'll see what happens there. And if not, then you know what? We already didn't really get to use him much anyway. So what's the big loss? Not really. So you're gonna lose him. You might lose Byron Jones. I still personally think that Byron Jones' best interest would be to take a pay cut with Miami because there's not gonna be a team in the NFL who's gonna give him ten million dollars after spending the whole season out with an Achilles. They're gonna look at him and say, Where were you all year? You really yeah. couldn't get back to the field. And so it's like the the, the the longest recovery uh, in the history of uh, of Achilles ruptures. And listen, I'm, I'm sure every every tear is different, but that was yeah, that was a su- suspiciously long recovery. Right. So other teams are going to look. I feel like this is my opinion that other teams are going to look at him like, why am I going to give you top tier cornerback money if I'm not even sure you can still run? So right. his best interest, I think, take up do what the Albert Wilson did after the COVID year. Take a pay cut. Stay with the team I'm already with. Try to work with the best defensive coordinator in the NFL, mm-hmm. like cut your deal down to a one-year deal. Say, I'm going to bet on myself. And next year, after I've had an amazing year, thanks in part to Fangio and the fact that I'm now healthy, I will go test the free agent market and see what I can get now that I've proven myself again. That's what I would do if it's, it's, if it's me. Take the sure thing and don't bet on the fact that maybe somebody might be willing to give me similar money that I would already be getting. So Maybe they can work around that, and we don't lose that much talent in the secondary. But other than that, we're going to lose some players. But a lot of the players that we're going to lose doesn't feel like we can't move on without them. Yeah, uh, that's well said. Before we wrap up this episode, I want to remind folks, in addition to prize picks, we are also brought to you by Better Edge with an O, B-E-T-T-O-R, edge.com. Guys, this is this is like a life hack, okay? Because I know people will say, wait, sport, sports betting in Florida, that hasn't passed yet. Better Edge, they get around that because it's a social platform. It's fully legal in the state of Florida. Fully legal in 45 states, including Florida, because the way that Better Edge works, you're not playing against a bookie. You're not playing against the house. You're playing against other people. It's like a social network combined with a sports betting platform when you bet a certain spread or a certain number, there's actual human beings on the other side of it that you're betting against. That's how they make this work. And they don't make their money through a VIG or through juice. They make their money through advertisements on their website. So they're not taking fees. I think that's the cool thing about Better Edges. You're not paying fees just to bet on games. You're betting against other people. They're making their money on the site through advertisements. And we got a special deal for you on that as well. When you sign up today at betteredge.com slash five reasons, that's the number five reasons. Sign up at betteredge.com slash five reasons, and they're going to give you a $20 sign-up bonus just for signing up with our special URL, betteredge.com slash five reasons. So take advantage and have some fun on there as well as prize picks. Louis D. Sung, 
Can't thank you enough, sir. Uh, are you guys uh, continuing Pulse of Finns Nation during the off season, or, or let us know what your schedule is going to be like and where people can see you again? We will definitely be doing Pulse throughout the off season, so we'll be doing that stuff. Uh, not this week. Need a little bit of a break. Ron's still uh, under the weather, but we're good. We're going to be back to it hopefully next week, and we'll see what happens if any news happens. Speaking of news, I don't know if you noticed, uh, Derek Carr has just been released from the Las Vegas Raiders. Oh, is that official now? Ooh, mm-hmm. Thank you. Thank you. I, I, so, I mean, obviously, it's the wor- the worst kept secret in America. I didn't know it was official. Yep. So no trade, no nothing. Yeah. They just said, "Okay, bye." So wow, he's free to test the market. Cue all the uh, rumors to Derek Carter, I'd, Miami. I'd take him <laughs> <laughs> as a backup. Careful, uh, whatever. Careful. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's true. I don't want to anger Tuanon again. I don't, I don't want to. Uh... I don't want to get in trouble. So huge shout out to Lewis Sung. Follow him on Twitter at Lewis D. Sung. Follow me on Twitter, Alex Dono. Make sure you follow the Five Reasons Sports Network at Five Reasons Sports and subscribe to the YouTube channel. Subscribe to Five Reasons Sports YouTube. Hit that thumbs up button. We will talk to you guys next time. I'm going to be back tomorrow, uh, probably 3 o'clock. I would have done 3 o'clock today, except the Miami Hurricanes hiring a new offensive coordinator kept me very busy on my other jobs. I host the Locked on Canes show So we had to do a breaking news episode for that. And I also uh, write for allhurricanes.com. So we had to we had to do some stuff on there. So we came at you at four today. Should be three o'clock tomorrow on another episode of the Dono Drop. So huge thanks to Lewis. Huge thanks to everyone who watched. We'll talk to you guys again next time here on the Five Reasons Sports Network. See ya.